Once again, it's a very good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Welcome to this edition of Mjolo and Sex Podcast. Here speaking is your boy Mdung Simpela, the most handsome 32-year-old on the side of the equator. The most handsome guy in the cheese cup, Muhammad Ali's protege, roll like a butterfly, buzz more than a beehive. It's a special... I, I think the month of May has loved me so much because I'm working with beautiful women. And one of which is the ever beautiful, ever shining, ever glowing, too many adjectives, so little timers. Khumi, hi. Hi, Emily, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm good. I'm having a good May. Are you having a May as good as mine? <sighs> this is just like any other month. So, yeah. <laughs> watching watching the it grass is, curve. It is what it is. Yeah, just watching the grass curve. Yeah, that, that's how my life is right now. It is what it is. <laughs> I hope it's going to be it is what it is with you on our social media platforms. We're going to be highly engaging with us. We have a very serious, dare I say, at times controversial conversation that we're going to be having um, today. But we're going to try and unpack it as as best as we know how. Oskumi, what are we talking about today? Um, You know, every week... I tried to come up with a way to introduce the topic. Yep. And when we spoke about this topic, I tried to come up with ways to, to introduce it and I couldn't. Yeah. Because it is not... A conventional issue. conversation. Besides conventional, it's not easy. Yeah. It's not something that's easy to to speak about, to talk about. Yeah. You know, um, but it's something that is unfortunately or fortunately, depending on which side you fall, you fall in, um, it is a necessary evil. Mm-hmm. It is a conversation that needs to be had. Yeah. And oftentimes, we are forced to have this conversation because of the circumstances. Absolutely. Now, be, before Latabatu, before we confuse people, today we're going to be talking about abortion. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to be talking about abortion as plain, simple abortion. Mm-hmm. No. Um, you sometimes find that there are couples mm-hmm. who plan not to have a child, but they fall, Eventually. Pregnant. They fall pregnant. And they decide not to have the child. Mm-hmm. You know, And therefore, they decide to terminate. Mm-hmm. Other times, you find couples that are forced to terminate because of medical reasons. And that's been known to happen. Mm-hmm. The, the baby or the, the fetus. fetus the fetus has um, birth abnormalities and blah, 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 blah. Therefore, it will not be viable at birth. Or if it is viable at birth, um, it will not have a great quality of life. So then the doctors will advise you to terminate. So that means as a couple, you now have to make the choice. And have that conversation. Whether to continue with the pregnancy and take those chances or to terminate. So today we're talking about abortion, but we're not talking about abortion in the essence where a single woman mm. decides to terminate a pregnancy because she's not ready or whatever circumstances Might may, have led to la- no, ha- may have led to that. That is another conversation we're going to have another day. Today, we are talking about abortion in the context of a relationship. Yeah. When now you are, when you as a couple are now faced with this decision of whether to have this baby or not to have it. 
yeah. whether to continue with the pregnancy or not to continue with it. Yeah. As, what as, as, are as, the do's, the don'ts, the emotional implications, the f- okay, the physical implications, everything. As morbid as it sounds, we're going to be talking about just how how to have a, a healthy uh, procedure because it's a procedure, right? Yeah, uh, so it's it a is. procedure, yeah. and I, and I think the per- the perfect person to help us unpack this media practitioner. She she's my sensei on certain things. For those who don't know, uh, but yeah, she's my elder sister and a media practitioner of epic notes. I I describe for the for everybody who asks me to describe. I always tell her everybody that she lives a very extreme sport type of life. Um, you cannot be studying and have three children and still be sane in the same breath. Um, she does that effortlessly, and she still looks amazingly when she does that. Um, also, Pumi, also Pumi, Pewa, I call her this Pumi. Um, welcome to Jordan Sex Podcast. Hi, um, thank you so much, Mlu. <laughs> are you well? I'm well, thanks. And how are you? It's it, it's good to hear that you're okay. I know you 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 work with covid as well then there's that there's that spanner in the works i really hope that you're also then not, not only taking care of yourselves but also keeping sane um, in very in very insane times uh, we've had to um choose what i think insanity has become relative now lately oh um, I see. yeah I see. <laughs> so everyone is just autopiloting but I see. um yeah yeah, I see. So, Spumi, we're talking about abortion. Um, let's talk to let's talk first and foremost. Uh, obviously, it's a very religious, cultural, political uh, uh, conversation. This is simply not an easy. Conversation it's not an easy to conversation have. to have, right? But yeah. let's, let's let's talk to this. I mean, statistics show that we we are gravitating towards the back door. Uh, way of doing things. Just talk to us about uh, simply how difficult or easier it is for someone to decide that they're going to terminate um, their fetus or whatever it is that is growing, a human life that grows into them. Um, Well, firstly, um, I will say that it hasn't, it, it it's not a difficult conversation to have. Um, it's difficult amongst more responsible people. Okay. But to the youth, it has become such an easy thing to talk about and something to practice. And, you know, it's become so bad that you come across patients or people who will have had a number of abortions. Yeah. And, the first question that you ask is that, but then if you are facing a situation like this on several occasions, is there something that you are not doing right? So I think the bigger problem that we are facing as a country, as a society, is the fact that safe sex is not practiced. Because if more people are falling pregnant, clearly that means that people are not protecting themselves. Absolutely. People are not using contraceptives. So, and it, bec- it has become such an easy thing to do or something to resort to that 
some people have actually, whether we like to face it or not, are using it as a contraceptive measure. I see. I see. And that is a sad reality. I see. I see. I see. Um, Sispumi, before I hand you over to Oskumi, are we, are we, are we, in, it sounds like we're none the wiser, right? It's easy for, we, mm-hmm. we, we, we have these conversations easily. We, we, we have sex, we uh, impregnate and that sort of thing. Are we none the wiser when it comes to um, our, our sexual health and also uh, then when we resort to uh, abortion? Are we none the wiser in terms of the whole aspect of abortion? Um, I wouldn't say that. I would just say that, um, you know, it's just human nature that if you if if you get yourself into a difficult situation and you actually have a way out, then it becomes easier for you to be more and more reckless. Mm. Um, some people will terminate because of extreme circumstances. You know, just like um, you 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 said when when you you started the conversation that. Some couples are faced with the choice of terminating because of health reasons. Um, some people are victims of rape. Um, I mean, the list is endless. But because the youth and and the youth is it's, it's a big, big, big age. You know, um, yeah. a forty-year-old could be called young. You know, um, I think being used is relative. Um, some people feel that when you have an option to get yourself out of a sticky situation, then it becomes easier to just choose to be reckless. People know the right thing, but people will choose to do the wrong thing just because they know how to get themselves out of it. I see. I see. I see. Um, awesome for me. Yes. Um, if you can, can you please provide a... Maybe not even clear, but can you please provide a distinction? I know, like you said earlier, um, a lot of young people turn to use abortion as a contraceptive instead of a... Pre- it, it, for them, it's a preventative measure. Um, is there statistics that say they are young people who use it um, as a preventative measure and young people who find themselves in this this sticky situation, they now want to, you know, they're taking their health in their own hands. And also, couples who find themselves in a situation where they now have to make this difficult um, decision, decision, no matter what the reasons are. Are Are there those distinct statistics that exist? And if they are, are they measures then to, to, to prevent such and to help young people and to help couples and, you know, yeah. pre- preventative measures to just say we need to, to then stop this, this thing and find a way forward? Um, you know what? I, w- I will speak from my point of view. You know, um, this is not something that is cast in stone or it's in black and white or something that is based on literature. But I think that as a country, we spend so much time concentrating on diseases. We are more of a reactive society than a society that actually tackles things head on. Because 
not unless I'm ignorant or I read up on literature that has to do with everything else other than termination or abortion, whatever that you'd like to call it. But it's not easily available. For the mere fact that I don't open my phone or my gadget or whatever, you know, because there's information everywhere. Unfortunately, we live in a, in a time where information is everywhere. But um, the information is so selective. So I think we are waiting for a time when the situation has become so dire, then then only we will be reactive. Because trust me, this what I'm talking about is based on talking to um, patients where you find that on the system or hospital system or you just plain having a conversation with a patient, they will tell you that no, when you're explaining how the procedure is going to go, and then the the person says, oh no, it's okay, uh, I understand, I've done this before. And then you're thinking, but if you've done this before, um, should the last time not have been the one and only time? Exactly. And some, when, when you listen, um, to the conversations that are said um, or, or talked about in the waiting room, you realize that some have actually done this like three times. So it's something that is not written down. And I don't think anyone has actually sat down and um, put their mind on it and, and took a pen and put to paper and done some research on how, how, how much or how prevalent is this and how, how how much are people so and, and and also the fact that you can also get this procedure done in a government hospital where you don't pay are these resources not being abused i don't even think that there's anyone who's doing the research and if someone is their research is clearly not out there we are seeing more news about floods we are seeing more news about covid we are seeing more news about everything else except for our sexual health so then how do we so, get, so then Osumpumi, how do we get the information out because a lot of us know that there are facilities that offer such services whether it's public facilities or private facilities a lot of us know this but I think a lot of people, the reason they resort to backdoor operations is fear of judgment and reprisal and victimization. That's why they resort to backdoor operations. But public facilities are they? They exist and they offer such services. How then do you get the message out to the people to say, you can have this service? without you feeling some type of way Victimizing. about it, without, without people treating you otherwise because you chose to make this decision with your body. Because whether we choose to accept it or not, and, and I'm not saying this to throw this in people's faces or to throw this in people's faces, but abortion is legal in South Africa. Absolutely. And I'm not saying that to throw it in people's faces. But that is the law. Abortion is legal in South Africa. But now women cannot make that choice because society is not saying you cannot. All right. We seem to have lost. Um, we seem to have lost. Uh, We're going to try and 
and get a get a, and get a hold of her. It's it's just been a fascinating conversation all around. Um, we we exploring a lot in terms of this very at times very sensitive, um, at times very um, very uneasy uh, conversation to have. So we're we're trying to get a hold of her and. It's been it's been fascinating to hear um Oskumi just what she has have to say um, as far as Oh my as gosh, this is such a a heavy topic and which is why I wanted us to I don't know, to talk about couples going through the you know, yeah. because once we now start to make it a healthcare issue then it becomes a whole other yeah, but but ultimately, right? Whether what, whether you do it backdoor, and I think that's what you're gonna. I wanted us to have a conversation. No, no, no. Right? It's, it's, it's whether you're doing it individually or as a couple. There's backdoor or through the right channels. But ultimately, there's yeah. a medical p- consequence. No, it, yes, and that's why I'm saying, if you as a couple choose to undergo that medical procedure, backdoor or through the proper channels. That's the conversation we need to be having. I see. Yeah. I see. I see. I see. How 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 does it how because, does because I think as a society we tend to think that abortion is just some girl who got caught up in a situation. Yeah. And it's not always some girl who got caught up in a situation. There are couples who are literally forced into a corner and that is the She's only back. She's back. Sounds like she's back. Sis Bobby, are you back? Out. I'm I'm back. Thank no, you. No, sorry. Oh, sorry. We we technical, technical, technical. No glitch. problem. No problem. Oh, oh, you were asking. Oh my gosh! What was I even? Oh, you were talking about the fact that how do we get information out there? Yes, because um, I think a lot of people seem to think that, you know, as much as abortion is legal in South Africa, um, with with of of course it, there are parameters to the legalities of it. Um, but there is this social stigma attached to it. And there is this judgment that when you walk into a facility and you ask for the procedure, there's going to be judgment, there's going to be victimization. How do we prevent all of that? And also, while we're preventing that, how do we get the message across? Well, um, t- getting the message across isn't solely dependent on us because um, we like at the bottom of the food chain. That is dependent on the government, Absolutely. you know. Um, as much as they can have adverts where they will say practice safe sex, uh, where they can do um, an activation where they hand out condoms, where they will say... Uh, free testing here and there and there, whatnot. Um, the same should be done for situations like this, you know. Um, but once again, it is not taken seriously because we are waiting for the day when something huge is going to happen. Absolutely. And then only we are going to react to it. But for now, um, no one is paying attention. Because they're paying attention to the things that. Okay. We're losing Sisbumi consistently here. 
let me let me let me connect let me connect let me connect with her quickly we losing sispumi uh consistently um uh, okay all right well we, we i think i think today is just quite hectic osumi we we seem to have her and then we don't have her the universe is working uh, maybe it's because of load shedding mm. Oh, oh, she's back. She's back. Oh, back. she's back. There we go. So for me, just run that through us again quickly. Our technical uh, thing is just doing load shedding on us again. You were saying? Okay, yeah. I was saying that um, it's, it's dependent on the government. You know, if the government can do activations on certain viruses and, you know, telling the public about the dangers how to prevent preventative measures they can do the same thing for termination absolutely and you know before we step in as a society the government needs to do their part but also we have a responsibility to our young people to be supportive because maybe if the government realizes that we are supportive maybe they'll start doing something about it because i promise you in a couple of years time it's going to be very detrimental because the youth is our future and if the youth don't have a future then we don't have a country awesome. you know um awesome for me are there yes, ser- are there services available for couples who perhaps want to take that step is there counseling available to them are they packages i don't know how it works but you know can a couple who feel they do they're not ready to take that step into parenthood and they feel they want to terminate are they accommodated and if they are yes, they what are, are the, what what are the procedures involved in that so the the termination slash abortion all falls under the the family planning department okay so when a person finds themselves in such a situation um they need to go to the family planning department so it's the same department where they'll take their contraceptives um cuz isn't it that is also um provided for for free so the same applies if you find yourself in a situation where you want to terminate and you cannot afford it the same department has a tiny has a tiny and ops department where they will do the procedure safely and and and, 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 and counseling is offered for for the for the couple not just for the individuals um you know what 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 i cannot confirm is the fact that the couple is um counseled at the same time or both you know yeah. but yeah. i know that what we are really struggling with in the um, health fraternity at the moment is being understaffed so as understaffed as we are i i could safely say that they will concentrate more on the person who is the patient mm. more than the family orientation so, which is, yeah. is it, yeah. it sounds wrong you know ideally it's wrong but if our resources were to be stretched out evenly in our country where the health fraternity is given as much resources as any other um department 
we would be able to treat everyone because as much as as a woman you find yourself in such a situation and you go to a clinic and and you get um, a safe termination done and you get counseling the bottom line is that you did not produce the child by yourself absolutely so the implication affects both of you but the resources that we have in the country uh, unfortunately they always fail us you know when you said ah you feel awesome for me because yo kaneti yeah like what is happening yeah. like yo more and, needs, and, and, and that, is, that is the honest truth yeah more needs to be done more needs to be done i mean if you go to the hospital now um there's more people sitting in the benches waiting to be seen by a doctor than people who have been seen by a doctor yeah, you know um there's more people who who choose not to go to the hospital because they feel that they'll get worse while waiting and what about the mental health of that medical practitioner as well absolutely yeah. they will they will suffer from burnout so even if i were to say i want a vows to perform 10 terminations in a day and give um counseling to both the patient and slash spouse slash um uh family uh, life partner slash boyfriend the bottom line is that if no one is taking care of me it is very difficult for me to take care of anyone else so i feel the government is just not doing enough they are not doing justice to the people of the country they are not doing justice to the medical practitioners as well I, I, so therefore the whole system just failed all right that's our future mc of health talking dare i say also our, <laughs> our future uh, minister of finance sis- yes uh sis mummy before you go what are some of the dangers of backroom abortions right just mm. talk to us quickly mm. uh th- what are some of the dangers of of that and ultimately what what when when somebody then decides to have an abortion what are some of the th- what are some of the key things that you need you think are essential that they need to th- go through individually and as a couple um you know the dangers is that some people are you still there yeah we can hear you no we can hear you oh, loud and clear yeah, yeah, loud um there's lo- there's there's a lot of um interference because of load shedding oh sorry um yeah, so no, yeah. yeah yeah so um you know the dangers vary uh from not being able to conceive um and some of the patients who actually bleed out you know um i've had an encounter and sadly it was my helper mm. uh who decided that she's going to go and do some backstreet abortion thing and when i eventually um figured out what was going on um she was not in a good state Ooh. you know and she said she bought pills from god knows where um 
and those those pills are are sold on the black market. Absolutely. So and yep. and you know they use they use knows knows everything, guys. They know everything. They she even knew that the name of the, the pill is Cytotech. And I'm thinking, I mean, it took me to go to all the way to go to medical school Absolutely, to find out. Yep. But they know that, and they buy that on the black market, and then after inserting it. Then she was told that she was going to bleed and then everything else was going to be fine. But what they don't know is that you cannot just bleed and then everything becomes fine. And eventually when, you know, luckily because she, she, she used to live with me, when I realized that was happening, I took her to the uh, local clinic and they said that she needs to have an evac. And she was transferred to a hospital Oof. where they had to like, in layman's language, clean her out. Oh. You know? And <sighs> it's a it's a it's a dangerous procedure. It's a dangerous situation to put yourself in. But how many people will go through that and say, Oh well I did it and I was fine. Yeah. And then the next person just thinks, Oh well, just because the other one was lucky, um, I can somewhere, you know, get away with it. So how many people actually bleed out in their own homes, in their bathrooms, on their beds, without their parents knowing what they're facing, without anyone that lives with them who knows the challenge that they're facing? And then only to find that it was just a situation that could have been handled. Better. 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 Yes, better. Better. Yeah. But then also, because as a society, abortion and termination has has has. It's morbid. It's so. It's thing. so. It's so. So dark. It's so. It's so. Exactly. We can't have. So a rape victim. You know, people will worry more about the fact that someone was raped, and then um, the, the 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 worst thing that could happen is that they will contract HIV. But no one will worry about the fact that maybe that person could have fallen pregnant. And what what's going to happen if that person actually finds out like three months down the line that they actually are pregnant and they don't have a way out. Uh. And then they find themselves in a situation. So, not only, so they don't contract HIV, but they go and put themselves in a dangerous situation of having a breast abortion, which will terminate their life while t- trying to terminate the problem. Bumi, let's not. I mean, let's not terminate this conversation in in the process. Uh, we we could talk. We could talk the whole day about it. I think, we need, I think we, need we need. a part two. Like a part two uh, because about this because it, it, there's 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 really a lot to unpack. There's there's a lot to unpack. Yeah. But I, I I I we appreciate your time and just 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 peeling off the layers of this particular conversation Absolutely. we 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 we're definitely gonna um peel them further and Sispumi, before you go are there pl- uh, for those who are as as Osumi put it you know who are at the verge and who are at the last resort quickly um are are they public or private are there places where people can Go through it safely, and if so, how, what information is available that you can provide? Um, absolutely, the the, the local clinics, um, especially all. Firstly, all clinics, all clinics 
offer family planning. So if a clinic has a family planning department, whether or not they cannot um, do the actual procedure themselves, they should be able to refer you to an institution that can do it for you. Okay. Yes. And private clinics, there are so many out there. You know, uh, if you go and uh, if you Google termination slash abortion, you can find. You know, the, 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 the sad thing is that everywhere you walk in town, the last time I walked in town, I saw, I don't know what they call these things, street lights. Yes. These metal things where there's a piece of paper and they, uh, they've, they've all written safe abortion uh-huh. and you just peel that thing off. So I, I think that also the barrier to entry into that kind of industry, so to speak, is, is, is so non-existent. Yeah. So if I want to have a safe abortion and I see that and it's the first thing I see. That's what you're going to go with. That's what I'm going to go with. And let's not forget the, the fact that the government is not saying anything about it. So I'm, I'll be relying on the street pole. Absolutely. I'm glad we... And how safe is it? I'm glad, Sispo, um, we're not, I'm glad we're not... Right, I'm glad we're not in this case relying on the street pole and relying on you in this case. Yeah, so... Um, you know, the, 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 uh, I would say the reputable hospitals that have been doing this thing, um, like the Maristobes, um, I know that even like proper private hospitals, if you go and see a gynae, they can't do this for you. But I think that people must just stay away from those street poles and those adverts that have this shady message at the back of a newspaper. Because I, I, I'm not saying that they're not reputable, but I'm saying that we have come across patients who have come with even bigger problems because they started there. So if the hospital is not reputable, it's not a a name that you've known all your life, and it's not a local clinic or a hospital, then rather stay away from it. All right. We're not going to stay away from you, Sispumi. Thank you so much. We're definitely going to have... Thank you so much, uh, Sispumi, for your amazing, amazing insights. Thank you so much again, Sispumi. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, guys. Thank you so much for your time, Sis Pumi. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. 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 That sounded dark, my friend. Um, you know how we usually have, like, afterthoughts about certain conversations? Yeah, here we just, we park it, yeah. Um, this one, I think I'm going to park. Yeah, we park it, yeah. Yeah, no, um, um, I'm, I'm going to park this one. Ideally, ideally, in in the context of religious, in the context of morality, and this conversation was just to say, guys, there are health implications that are there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And look after that, especially women, especially, especially because as 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 Spumi, I asked him. I asked her deliberately at the end. You know, there's life after termination, and you need to make sure that you, your your being physically, emotionally, psychologically, which is a conversation maybe we'll have with with JP, needs to be looked after. 
And as a medical practitioner, she considered that maybe there's not much you're doing right as 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 as, as government as with health practitioners as well. Maybe there's there's more to be need that needs to be done. But please, guys, if that's where, if that's the resort that you resort to, let us be cognizant of holistically what needs to be done. Do you know why I said I want to park it here, no? Um, she gave us the medical perspective. Yeah. We're going to talk to, in another, because this is like the first part. Yeah. We're going to have another part. We're going to talk to JP, who's going to give us the psychological mm-hmm. perspective. And even when he does provide that um, psychological perspective, it's still not going to help us make sense of why women choose to make this decision. Yeah. And, and, hence, and, and which is why I'm saying I, I want to park. Yeah. My reservations yeah. for now, yeah. you know, because we will never truly, truly, no matter how, we can unpack this, um, the, the, this conversation until the cows come home. Until the cows come home, they get milked and they are seared into steaks. We will never be able. To unpack this conversation. But ultimately... But in terms of as much as we can understand it, I'm going to park it for now. Yeah, hence I'm saying. All of this was just to say, guys, what... Because life is unpredictable. Yeah. We, my mom says you never know where, where life is going to take you tomorrow. If life takes you to that avenue, do it safely... Do it, do it, do it, do it. And that's and and that's what I think we were that not even I think that's what we are advocating for. That we are not judging. No, because we can't. Why you went down that path? We are not judging. It's not our place to judge. But we're saying that if you're going to go down that path, then do it safely. Safely and mid- and you have options. Exactly. And you have options where you don't need to feel judged or victimized. Exactly. But where you can you can safely make that decision to say, I do not want to take this path in life. But, um, and if they make you feel some type of way, and that's, that's in the next part of the conversation that we're going to have, if you do decide to take that path and you are made to feel some type of way, there are routes that you can take. Absolutely. Uh, to rectify that. A, so. a, a route you can safely rectify freely is our social media platforms. Yeah, no, we will not rectify you or anything else. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, yeah. if you are part of our Facebook family at Daily Sun, yes. or if you tweet us at Daily Sun SA, uh-huh. or if you decide... To go on to www.dailysound.co.za. Post slash Mcholo, and you can get to see this and many, many other episodes. Once again, a big thank you to Sis Mpumi Pewa. Uh, and a big thank you to all, dare I say, all the medical practitioners that are looking after this country. We are experiencing, our numbers are climbing up again in terms of the COVID pandemic. And we need to pick up uh, every single person that. Alexis Mbumi, who's fighting to make sure that we're we're safe and if we are in hospi- hospitalized, we make sure that we do fight and make sure that we see another day. A big thank you to all of those. Guys, 
it is winter. Look after yourselves. If you're going to be busy, busy, if the weather patterns change and you want to be, like Oskomi says, esfube insendota, please make sure. Khusayf. It's the time of the year. Yeah, guys, khusayf. Please make sure that you're strapped. Condomize everybody. Omicron variant, sub-variants, please make sure you know the drill. Omicron's cousin is coming. Oh, please make sure. Vax, you're vaxxed. There are booster shots. Uh, if not, you're masked, you're sanitized. Masked in terms of if you are within an enclosed building, but if not, social distance. Listen, all he's trying to say is stay hydrated and keep straight on the street. Guys, look, keep look. safe on the streets. Like, that's all he's trying to say. As a belief. As a belief. Once he's again. Just, he's just taking the long-winded route. Ooh. Once again, thank you to Spumi and everybody who's listening. Guys, we are moonwalking to 100 episodes. We are moonwalking. Um, I think we are on 80. We 20 episodes in to the 100. And a big thank you to everybody who's listened. But once again, morbid of knee morbid episode. Here speaking is a boy. I'm doing some better. The most handsome 32-year-old on the side of the equator. Most handsome guy in the cheese cup. Muhammad Ali's protege. I roll like a butterfly. I definitely buzz more than a beehive. And she is still... And she's still without a cool outro. Slavin' lights, everybody. Be kind to one another. Tweety.